Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. A memorable college football season reaches its climax. Toss sweep right, Dylan Johnson cuts up field. Oh, he's going to go across the 35-30. He slides down to the 25. The Huskies are going to win. This is a College Bowl week edition of Dirt and Spray. Brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. Online at modspdx.com. Dirt and Spray on 1080. Look at this, look at that. The fan. If Mods is the future of building, we are the future of radio. Will Orton or Luke Anderson, we're uh, filling in for you today, tomorrow, and Friday. That might be the end of our future. But, hey, we're here uh, at least for the week. Um, I will be doing the Sinner and Saint on Saturday as well. Uh, will, if you're bored, you're always welcome to drop in mm. on that because there's going to be plenty of college football to talk about then as we get closer to the college football playoff, the New Year's Six, Oregon versus Liberty. <laughs> Will trying to not be hung over while he talks about the game. You? There's well, two Wills on the show. Well, Ortner. It'll be New Year's Eve, the day before. What? Yeah. Well, they, we're not doing New Year's Day. No, 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 no. I'm saying. Yeah, we're doing we the got 30th. a Ducks post game. Oh, yeah. That's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be rough. It's going to be tough for a 20 year old. Well, guy in their 20s. Yeah. I'm not uh, 20 years old anymore. A early. Mid 20s. I, I need to think of what year. Oregon played in the. Rose Bowl, maybe? Either way, we had a New Year's Day uh, mm-hmm. show, Center and Saint, early start. Ooh. Did the first uh, did the first segment from the Markham Bridge. <laughs> oh, that's the famous bridge show. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was rolling oh. in. I was. I, was oh, I almost made it in time. Was that the one where they, did they raise the bridge? Or were you no, just no, I just, I woke up and I was like, I need to be there. And I just got in the car, was just hauling. But yeah, it was, the funny thing was, it wasn't even like wild night. Like I did stay out too late, but mm. I didn't go out and party. It was uh, the first year we did anything with like the kids or like, Two, oh. they're maybe two years old, one, yeah, yeah. one or two, and uh, we went over to my brother's house, and I'm like, they'll be asleep by ten, and then we'll take them home, and we'll go. Man, those kids powered through and stayed up for like two in the morning. We were just stingers. laughing so hard because they were playing with their older cousins, yeah, and like doing like the just dance game on the machine, and we're just like getting a thousand videos, mm-hmm. and they're like. I could have another beer. Yeah, I could have another champagne. Yeah, I could have another whiskey. And then next thing you know, I woke up and, hey, Will, uh, yeah, I'm almost there. <coughs> coming in. My bad. Oh, yeah. But no, but on air, just drive it in. 
Oh. So, so he just put me on air, and I was calling in. It was a, it was a we, we had to do that one time for dirt in the summer. I, yeah. It was me and Sprague in here during the summer of swag. And oh, yeah, sure. It was, I, I believe it was 5.59, right as my update bed ended. Sprague looks at me and goes, did, uh, did Dirt tell you he wasn't coming today? And I was like, no, I figured he told you he wasn't coming today. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> did you call him and wake him up? He called us for, well, we were making fun of him. He called us from his car. Nice. I think Love the ori- the uh, initial answer was, I'm not on air yet, right? Right, you're not on air. And then a sentence I can't repeat, and then we put him on air. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. He's a good sport about it. Well, you have to be. Listen, yeah. you know. It's, it's, it it's, happens. It's so funny if you're late for something that's important. Um, you assume everybody is talking trash about you, but if you're late to be on the air, you can actually turn on the channel and listen to them talk you know trash about you. So I've done that more than once where, yeah, you're like, all right, let's listen in to mm-hmm. them rip on me for not being there on time. Got, got to go listen, see what's happening. Yeah, I have to Whoops. do that every once in a while. Like, depending on things that I've said or if I've been in the gym around uh, one Jason Sukanik, oh yeah, I have to hear. I have to tune in just to see if he talks about some of the things <laughs> that we see in that place. Sure, yeah, it's a, it's a great place with a lot of wonderful people. Sure, yeah. But every once in a while, you see something, and me and him, we just kind of make eye contact. Like, did that really just happen? Is this like people misusing the equipment, or oh, just... I found a kid napping before in there. Oh. That's a good place to nap. Yeah, it was it was very funny. He was napping uh, on one of the uh, the box jumps, completely just like found a spot, laid down. All of a sudden, he was snoring. There's a lot of people that come up to uh, okay. Suke and I uh, that want to tell us about their their weightlifting journey. Oh, sure, their fitness journey. That's and do they know thing. who you are? They just know you're big guys. They know who he is. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and also, it's the ultimate, like, I've slimmed down a little bit. Sure. And yeah. so I'm like, the hots at the gym will want to come say what's up. Of course they do. It's all dudes. I am <laughs> I am that meme where, like, you think it's going to be girls. It's all dudes. And yep. they all want to know, like, how'd you get that big? How'd you do this? Yeah. But they like to come go to Souk because Souk is much older than me. Yeah, And yeah. it's, how did you maintain? Yep. For me, it's like, oh, you're you're 26. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. of course, you're in decent shape. How you're an Adonis. Oh my God, it? you're so hot, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're a high. Uh, what do they call it? The the high value male. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Bunch yeah. Of mo- most of the time, when you're dressing up and trying to or trying to to get fit or whatever, it is the same sex that is is like, oh my God. They're very interested. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Yep. Mm-hmm. Same thing. It works the other way for gals too. You know, they dress up and all the girls. Just, ah. Oh, yeah. And then the guys are too intimidated to talk to him if they look too good. Well, just I, there's not many good pickup lines like six squat form there, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you know you can't. It's it, it's a weird spot to hit on people. It's, yeah, it's a weird no, place. yeah, there's, there's no question about that. Uh, all right, so I asked you a question, young man. You did. You're very excited about the college football playoff. Tell me, sir, what is your perfect? script if you're drawing it up if you're the college football playoff committee not as a northwest sports fan i don't know if you're rooting for washington or i i want this team to win but what do you want to see if you're the college football playoff committee if you're espn who owns the college football playoff Mm -hmm. uh through this year and then they're splitting with fox next year what would be the perfect ending to this to be like told you we got it right don't worry florida state we're going to put on such a show that you can't even be mad at it. What does it look like to you? 
I think in the Rose Bowl, it, it obviously has to come down to the wire, and it's going to be knock them, sock them out. But I truly do think Michigan winning that game and winning by like a last second field goal or a last second touchdown. And the Rose Bowl is Michigan, Alabama. For anybody that doesn't know, Alabama, of course, uh, we hate. Right. But you you think Michigan winning is a better scenario, be- even with all the controversy because around Because of the storyline. Okay. Because yeah, think I about guess. it. All year, Jim Harbaugh's been suspended multiple times. Yep. He's been out there saying, we're America's team. This is what we are. There are multiple gigantic social media influencers that are fans of Michigan, big, yep. big time fans. So just by Michigan moving on to the playoff, that's going to allow them to tweet more and post more about it. And it's going to drum up more controversy more interest. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the winner of that team is automatically the villain. Do we agree with that? Exactly. Okay. Well, and here's, I wonder too, to a degree, if you have a little bit of Alabama fatigue, sure. Yeah, I can you know, that. and I'm not saying that Michigan will win this game. I just think from a rating standpoint, it's almost better if Harbaugh's in there because of the yeah. things that he will say and what he will drum up. Yeah. Where Saban, you know he's going to just be professional and right. no quotes and no nothing. And now, and you have a blue blood. Michigan is a blue blood. They are probably... <clears throat> Michigan fans are everywhere, they too. They might be the most recognizable Ooh. college football brand, maybe. Ooh. And that's why I think that in the other game, as much as it pains me, because I am a Pac-12 guy, ride or die. Yeah, yeah. Well... It died. <laughs> it, uh, well, I'm going to ride it out until it's officially taken its last breath. We're on hospice right now. Yeah, well, that's true. Uh, I think it would be better for the committee for Texas to win because I think that you have the oh, same yeah. scenario here. And, again, it needs to be close, like within a touchdown, and it's, you know, rock'em, sock'em robots the entire way through. But if Texas wins – you now have a team from the South. You have a team from the Midwest. And when you think of college football, if you're going yeah. through your top five teams, Texas and Michigan are in there. I don't know if they are, you know, number one and number two all time, like nationally when you're talking brands. I, I just, I just in put in, just, just for your uh, reference and, and yeah. the listeners here, um, looking at, I put in most valuable college football brand. And this is according to, it appears to be a, a site called Medium, where they evaluated all the programs. Uh, number one, most valuable brand, Ohio State. Number two, Michigan. Three, Alabama, Notre Dame, Georgia, LSU, Penn State, Texas. Wow, I would have put Texas higher. Uh, I would have thought so, too. I, 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 that, I was actually kind of curious that you're saying that. But, I mean, just from a national standpoint, like Ohio State makes sense. To me, yep. being up, but again, like well, and Ohio State, Michigan too. are probably one and one A. I would imagine, right? Uh, just because of you know how close they are. Uh, I'm scrolling down the list: uh, twenty four Oregon, twenty seven Washington, and that, uh, UCLA ahead of Washington. Interesting. I'm gonna have to, look, gonna have to look at the metrics. That's got to be strictly uh, LA based. But my yeah. whole reasoning yeah, fair on, enough. on this is they're gonna want a good game, and they don't want Alabama, Texas, two I don't think that a rerun gets you more drama or gets you more numbers. Here, here's the here's the metrics. I just want to give you this. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, oh, I good. just keep interrupting you. You're, you're okay. so smart and handsome, and I just keep interrupting you. I'm you so have more rude. hair than me, so you can interrupt. <laughs> Based on home attendance, market size, slash share of that market size valuation. So this is a Wall Street Journal calculated how much each college football team it would be worth on the open market. So if you could sell it out there, mm. uh, social media following and TV viewership. 
And again, so here's your top 10, Ohio State, Michigan, Alabama, Notre Dame, Georgia, LSU, Penn State. Penn State makes sense. Uh, Texas, Auburn, Oklahoma. That's your top 10. So they have Texas at what, seven? Uh, Texas at eight. Eight. Uh, Yeah, and then, I mean, and then if you're looking for what used to be the Pac-12, SC is 19. 19, that's your top used to be Pac-12? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense to me. But again, I think that's why, like, when you think of college football, and maybe this is just because, in my head, the first football game that I truly remember is the USC-Texas Rose yeah. Bowl. Okay. That's, I can see that's that. what I remember. Yeah, your age, yeah. So I always remember Texas being a big name. And if you're a kid in that Texas area or you're down south, that's where you wanted to go. Obviously, they've struggled before, but now that Sark's there, it seems like they're trending up. In my head, I think a close, two close semifinals, you get Michigan, you get Texas. Those are your two biggest brands that mm-hmm. are on opposite sides, right? Because yeah. Alabama and Michigan are obviously the two biggest brands, and they're going to play in the Rose Bowl, which is what you want. It's going to be the most viewed game anyways. Yeah. Then you can finally get Texas, Michigan, and then I really don't think that it matters who wins as long as it is, again, within one score. Yeah. If it's Texas that wins, Texas is officially back. You can finally <laughs> say that <laughs> and they are there, and Sark has done it. If they, has, if they make it to the national championship game, does that not make them back? I think they're already back. Well, they sure, got I mean, they're in the here. college football playoff, yeah. They're back in my eyes, but sure. I, you can officially like even like beating Alabama because last year they played Alabama really close right. and then they beat them this year. They're in the college football playoff mm-hmm. losing to Oklahoma was not great, but it is what it is. Yeah, um, but it puts it it puts them back. The, mm-hmm. the other thing I'm looking at this list, too, and like just looking at Ohio State, Michigan, Notre Dame being three of the top four. They they haven't had the success that Alabama has had, but I think that they're more widespread. Maybe I'm maybe I'm mistaken on this, but I feel like if you go to Michigan, you're not necessarily preordained to stay in Michigan. Uh, same thing with Ohio State. I don't think people are 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 you know moving to. Uh, Ann Arbor for school and staying in Ann Arbor for life. No. Whereas I think Texas pretty much covers the state of Texas. And a lot of people stay in Austin or stay in the state of Texas, Mm -hmm. where I don't think they have as much broad appeal outside of it. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. think there's as there's more Michigan fans here than there are Texas fans. And you could probably say the same thing in the Northeast. And you could probably say the same thing in Southern California and those areas. I think you'll find more Michigan fans in every town USA than you would Texas fans. Yeah, people I, know Texas, but I think they're more Michigan fans. fans. Yeah, and That's I don't, I don't disagree with that. And I, I think, and same with Alabama too. I think there's more Michigan fans than Alabama fans. Oh uh, yeah. If you just go and did a straw poll at your local pub, oh yeah, across the way. So yeah, I think, I think you may be right. Texas plays the villain without being the tired Alabama mm-hmm. villain. And I think Michigan is is has enough sweethearts out there that you kind of go. Well, so I think I think you're right. I think I think you kind of nailed it. And of course, you want the football games to be great. Yeah, because if they're not great, then it doesn't obvious. matter. But the the big thing for Michigan, I think it does. I think it does matter if you ha- if you have Michigan and Texas roll in there and just you know whoop them. Yeah, it's not great for the aesthetic of those games. But man, get that hype train rolling. Well, I'll tell you what, dude. I'm a I'm a big football guy. I watched maybe a quarter, quarter and a half of Georgia TCU. Well, yeah, because there was there was nothing to it. But also, like the New Year's Day semifinal games. Mm. I mean, you can you can 
obviously hope and pray that all of those games become good games, but the chances are I'd much rather have it where I guess the the semifinals have similar results. Fair. Okay. Where you yeah. go in you go into it for the hype. I think the cha- I think it's far more important that if you if you get one great game that it's the championship game. Yes. I think I that's how you have to have it. You have to have a memorable on-field performance for the championship game. If you have a repeat of what you had last year, I think everybody looks at the college football flag and go, well, that was a big waste of time. And I, I think that's kind of where I am right now. I think I think it was, by and large, a failed experiment. Obviously, they're moving to 12. Um, so, of course, it wasn't going to stick. But I, th- I think it was pretty bad. I mean, uh, on, on Saturday, Darkens bangs the drum that he'd rather go back to the BCS mm, because no. the playoff was so bad. You're never going to go backwards. No. But how many teams, when you played uh, D2, how many playoff teams did you have in D2? 28. Seven from each region. So four regions, seven. Was it unbearable for these guys to go out and play that many football games? No, no. Do it- you buy that narrative at all? No, it it was a flawed system designed on purpose to make people mad. Yeah, okay. It was only a matter of time before a team like FSU got left out. I it was going to happen. I need to- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. know why well okay you really think it was engineered to make people mad i do i I think all of their systems are i want to hear why we'll do that next you're listening to dirt and sprague on 1080 the fan it's here on 1080 the fan can i make a uh, small request to sports writers out there if you're a sports writer and you're listening to this uh, show let's not evaluate uh things with references to harry potter please Harry Potter's fine. It is what it is. My wife loves Harry Potter. My kids are starting to get into Harry Potter. It's all fine, but Minnesota ran a trick play, and it didn't work. And it was a dumb play. It was the one where you spread out all your players across Mm -hmm. the line of scrimmage, and then you snap it to the one guy, and he tries to outrun it to the edge, and maybe he throws it, maybe he doesn't. But it's the one where you just have the center. They did it with their kicker. It was like on a two-point conversion, and they line up for the extra point, and they snap it back to the kicker. It's a dumb play. Yep. He almost got in, uh, but you know what? Kicker versus linebacker, linebacker beat him to the edge. Go figure. Dumb play. Right. If you're going to evaluate it, first of all, trick plays by nature, if they don't work, they always look stupid. Do we all agree with that? Always. Well, and if they work, decision looks stupid when it doesn't work. Well, yeah, but but you can, oh, you can always in football go, what? That was the worst play I've ever seen. It's like, well. Maybe it wasn't supposed to work that way, or maybe they just got beat by a, a defense that was ready for it, right? Like, it's 
if they work, they're amazing. If they don't, they're stupid. That's how trick plays more than anything else. But uh, the sports writer that decided to uh, disparage the play, which, again, you're, you're starting off with a negative way, but then he compares it to, to Harry Potter. That play needs to be burnt up like Harry Potter destroyed the Horcrux. In the th- let's, not, let's not do that. Yeah. Nerd. You don't There's know enough about journalists that are. Nerds. You don't know enough about football to be talking about this, and you know too much about Harry Potter to be talking about this. So let's just save everybody the trouble. Go away. Will's gonna come over to your house and beat you up. I will, as someone who has read the Harry Potter books, all of them, sure, and stayed up till midnight for the last release. Yeah. If you quote Harry Potter yeah. in not? football and basketball and baseball in sports, you're a nerd in sports. Just yeah, can't do separ- it. separate the t- and you can love Harry Potter. I don't care. Yeah, but just know that it's stupid and sports fans don't want to hear. Can we? D- Couldn't agree more. Okay, just wanted to get that out there. Uh, you, sir, were talking about uh, college football designed this playoff, or ESPN yeah. designed it on purpose to piss people off. Right. Same thing with the BCS? Yeah, I mean... Think Same of- thing with the system they had before? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean... Why? Think about it. It's because they... I've just thought they were stupid all this time. You're telling me that they're not stupid, they're smart, they're just intentionally mean. No, I think they are stupid. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Woo-hoo. I thought you were going to defend that they were not stupid. No, no. Oh, okay. There was never a defense here for the NCAA. I mean, they're the only ones. Who oh, remember, ever... the college football playoff is not run by the NCAA, it I'm... is owned and operated by ESPN. Right. But I'm not even talking about the college football playoff. I'm just like, let's go all the way back. Sure, please. I mean, remember, until what, the late 90s? You decided a champion by getting a bunch of old dudes in a room, <laughs> and they were like, here's my top 25 teams. Yep. And so then one team, like, oh, I don't know, no offense, BYU, yep. you know, they would have a vote, and then they could go, I am a national champion. I am a number yep. one team. I mean, Miami and UW, they share one. If and, I Miami, and Miami lost to Washington in that season. Right. And I'm not even a Washington fan. Right. So you have you have all these different years where forever, for decades, decades, it was literally like, well, I guess we just trust our eyes. Then you're like, we're going to come up with a better system. We're going to have an actual championship game. Yep, just one game. And to do that, we're going to use computers where multiple times. <laughs> I love the idea that they're like. They guess, just use chat guess GBT. What, guess what we've done? We've, we've, uh, we've employed a computer. And that was the dumbest thing is telling people that you had a computer doing it because that just makes it worse, doesn't it? Yes, because what do football players hate more? We just talked about it. Nerds. Yes. Fans, coaches, players, they hate nerds. When they hear computer instantly, they all go, oh, my God, a nerd (laughs) is determining my fate. (laughs) And again, the issue with with the BCS computer algorithm is it's even though it is a computer algorithm, it's still based on rankings yep. and what the formula says it's supposed to look for. And the, well, well, the rankings are so arbitrary. You do them at the beginning of the year, and you're, oh, whoops, we were wrong. Who creates the algorithm? People do. Yeah. And it's a flawed system. Like, there was one year in the early 2000s where Miami was the best team, mm-hmm. and they get left out and have to go play Florida, yep. even though, oh, I, yeah. if I remember right, they beat FSU that year, and FSU still got in. Yeah. So then you have that issue, and then they go and they design the college football playoff. Well, the whole thing was when they designed the football playoff is what they wanted to do was they wanted to do six teams. But the NCAA threw up their arms, and they were like, well, we can't do six teams because think about the children. Think <laughs> about the children. We can't do six 
Six teams, that's too many games. That's just we the can't dumb, have five. Isn't it just the dumbest argument? They use these dumb arguments all the time, yeah. and that's why they went with four, so they didn't have to get every Power Five conference in and have a group of five team in. They went with four. Well, guess what? If you have a year where all five team, all five conferences have an undefeated team, just like you had this year pretty much, you had to leave one team out. Yeah. And this year proved it. You were never going to leave out an SEC team. I also guarantee that if roles were flipped and say it was like Michigan that had the one loss, but Michigan had beat Ohio State and they had beat Penn State, much like Alabama had done with Georgia and with Ole Miss and LSU and all the teams that they played, they would make sure that Michigan got in. The Big Ten and SEC were never going to get screwed. Of course not. It was going to be the Pac-12, the ACC, yep. and the Big One of Oregon won the. If Oregon won the Pac-12 championship game, they'd be out. I think there's a decent chance. That no, one hundred percent, they would have been out with with all the results right? staying the same. Mm-hmm. There's no way Washington is in over Florida State. That makes sense. A one-loss Oregon never would have been in over Florida State, and they wouldn't have been in over Alabama, and they wouldn't have been in over Texas. I think there's a decent chance that if. Let's say in the Pac-12 championship game happens, like that game happens the same way, except last drive, Michael Penix, his arm falls off. (laughs) Oh, if he got hurt, yeah, yeah. If he He literally throws the ball and his arm stays attached Mm -hmm. to the ball that he threw, I think there's a chance UW gets left out. Yeah, but it's because it's designed for this failure. And some people are going to say, well, I use the big brain play here and I helped vote for it to be four so that it would show everyone that it was wrong so we could get to 12 sooner. But really, this was designed to be this way. And it was designed to be flawed and it was designed to make people mad. And I think, secretly, they want you mad. Because what do you do when you're mad? You watch. You watch or you talk about it. You know what I haven't stopped hearing or seeing on Danny Cannell's Twitter? Uh, Why would you follow Danny Cannell's Twitter? I don't. The algorithm Uh, hates me. There's a lot of hate watching that Will does. Fair enough. Um, Danny Cannell has just been railing against this. I mean, there are people running for president of the United States right now that are actively trying to sue the NCAA for Florida State. And at the end of the day... All eyes are good eyes, yeah. and that's why yeah. they designed it this yeah. way. All right, all right, I'll take your word for it. I think they designed it this way because they're stupid, and that's all there is to it. But you have a much longer explanation, and if you believe that, I hope you're happy. I just think that watching the culmination of a sports season, and you can go, and we're doing it with the NFL, and we'll right. get back into the NFL, uh, but you look at it and you go, if this, 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 this happens, you get the last spot. That, to me, is fun. Here's all the tiebreakers. Here's what you have to do. You get to the beginning of a college football season, at least this year, and go, what do you have to do to make it to the college football playoff? And everybody just goes, I don't know. Go undefeated? Nope. That's not the answer, Florida State. Win every game on my schedule? Nope. That's not it. Wrong. Schedule difficult conference games on the road. They beat LSU to open it. They beat Florida (laughs) on the road. I know. Beat Clemson on the road. They beat they beat both of their uh, both both of their uh, opponents that are in the SEC, didn't they? Did did uh, Alabama win their non conference? Not all of them. No, they did not. No, they did not. Did uh, did Texas go undefeated in their conference? No, they did not. And the argument that that uh, Alabama belongs there because 
Texas is a good loss. Now, now defend the Oklahoma loss. That's for me. one of the craziest. Now arguments. defend the Oklahoma loss for me. So, so if the Alabama has to be in because they have the best loss, okay, then why is it, what? Then oh well, they beat them head to head. It's circular logic and it's very stupid. College football is stupid until next year, where it's less dumb, but it's still dumb. Couldn't be more right. Like it's okay. so dumb, yep. but it's perfect for football fans. It, it, it's perfect for college football fans as well. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have to talk about a uh, a team that is uh, breaking records. They're fantastic. They're doing it in a sport called basketball, uh, and I, I I think we might have a I think we might have a little team party uh, coming up on uh, February eighth. Because if this is still going by then. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you where we're going and why we're going. It's going to be awesome. Uh, but before we talk about that, this is College Bowl Week with Dirt and Spray. Brought to you by Mod PDX. The future of building is here. On 1080, the fan. Mr. Ordner, did I hear correctly that uh, Scoot Henderson had a double double last night? You did hear correctly. Boy, that's a thing. Catch Scoot. the fever. Well, listen, anybody that hates Scoot Henderson and wants to write him down as a bust already, uh, go ahead and do so. That's fantastic. If anybody thinks Anthony Simons is not a player to build a team around, uh, that's perfectly fine. If anybody thinks that this roster construction is uh, is too all over the place and uh, the assets that you have on this team aren't of value to any other team, even at the trade deadline, they're not going to get better. If they go into the draft, no matter where they finish, they can't do anything right. You have to fire Chauncey Billups. I get it. I get it. The Blazers aren't good right now, but guess what? This is what a rebuild looks like, right? The Blazers are in the middle of a rebuild. They got rid of their franchise's best player in most, a lot of people's opinion, their best player ever. Uh, not everyone agrees with that, but certainly one of their best players. Right. Damian Lillard leaves, you're in a rebuild. It's not going to be pretty all of the time. This is not a bottoming out. You know how I know that? You could be somewhere in the Eastern Because of Detroit. The Detroit Pistons are bottoming out in historical fashion. Their 27th straight loss, now an NBA record holder for the worst team we've ever seen. That doesn't make them the worst team we've ever seen. That's maybe not fair to say, but certainly the worst losing streak. They started the year two and one. That was going to be my fun fact. I was going to drop that on you. That's what I do at uh, holiday get-togethers right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you remember when the Pistons were two and one? Yeah, they were. They were above five hundred at one point. At one point during this season, they were above five hundred, and they lost their first game. At one point this season. They were above 500, and the Blazers have never been above 500. There you go. Yeah, that's that. I like that. Um, so, whatever you think the formula is for success in the NBA, I'm just going to tell you, you're probably wrong. Right. Unless, unless the formula is go to the championship game and win it, that's not a formula. That's a result. There is not a formula that anybody can read. And and listen, if you want to tell me that Oklahoma City is doing everything right and then they're destined to win a championship because they stockpiled all of these picks, uh, cool. Tell me I'm wrong, but I will believe it when I see it. 
They are a better team than they were. They're not as good as Minnesota right now, which Minnesota has been the team that is supposed to be good every year. Guess what? I also don't believe in Minnesota until I see it. Rudy Gobert, Cat, and Ant-Man have not led a team to a championship. So until I see it, I do not buy it. I think uh, Denver's going to be there at the end. Uh, I would not be surprised if the Lakers are there at the end if they stay healthy. I would not be terribly surprised if the Warriors started to turn things around and were there at the end. I would be, however, surprised if the Oklahoma City Thunder and the uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves are there at the end of the season in the Western Conference. I will say that right now. A team that I know will not be there at the end is the Detroit Pistons. Oh, 100%. I mean, what did they do for uh, what what did they do for their coaching? What was their move? What was their big all-in move? We need to turn things around. The Wingstop ad? No, no, no. Have you not seen that, by the way? I've not. You don't know about this? No, I need to learn this. I'm, have I'm an old person. Wingstop and Detroit and the Detroit Pistons made a deal that whenever the Pistons win, you eat for free, or you get five wings free at Wingstop. Any Wingstop anywhere in the country? In the Detroit I know, one. I know. They haven't won since they made that deal. That is fantastic. Haven't won since they made Who that deal. Who did they deal. hire to be their head coach? Uh, for this year? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, let's see. Uh, Joe Judge. Their new coach is the 2022 NBA Coach of the Year, the 21 and 22 NBA Coaches Association oh, Coach Monty. of the Year, the highest paid coach in the NBA is Monty Williams. I forgot he went to Detroit. <laughs> For anybody. Look, oh, that's I know the horrible. Blazers aren't good. For anybody that is on the Fire Chauncey bandwagon, who are you going to hire? Just tell me this. Who are you going to hire? It's always. How much are you going to pay him? It can always Nobody be is being paid more money than Monty Williams to coach an NBA basketball team. No one has ever lost. 27 straight games until now. Yeah, not in one season. If you think you can go around and get yeah, the, the carryover, they're they're chasing that record down. They're, if they lose one more, they they chase they they tie the carryover. And they play Brooklyn again, I believe, if we look at their schedule. Oh, Brooklyn will kill them. Yeah. So I was looking at this the other night. Uh this is the party that I'm going to. And I may just buy the tickets right now. But the Detroit Detroit Pistons are traveling right here to the Rose City on February 8th. I don't know how many wins they have by February 8th, but when they... Oh, no. I talked about it on Saturday. I ruined it. People are always starting to buy. Tickets are up to $6 now. Tickets are up to $6? Dude, no I gotta joke. find a date. No joke on Saturday. They were listed at $4. I could get in and get reasonable tickets with a date. She might think I have money. There we go. That's not the worst idea I've ever heard. No, it's not. You can go to the Pistons and Blazers at Moda for $6 right now. And that's up from $4. That's fantastic. Actually, here's another date. I'm looking at at this right now. Uh, Let's see if these are home games. You can also get them for $6 against Brooklyn on the 17th, if you'd like to do that. You can get you can get games on the 14th of January for $14 against the Suns. Dude. 
That's yeah. a great. This is according to ESPN. They've got the tickets as low as price right up here. But yeah, on on Saturday when dates. we looked at that, it was four dollars to go to to that game. I'm gonna start taking dates. Like this is a great idea. I'm gonna get club level tickets if, for like thirty bucks. Yep. yep. And my date's gonna be like, wow, radio pays him pretty well. He does That's okay right. as a teacher. Yeah. This is a man I might want to hang around. And all these dudes keep coming up to him at the game, yeah. asking him about his body. <laughs> all the dudes at the gym. <laughs> Even hey. when you, and if you squint and it's really dark, he kind of looks like Travis Kelsey. Like, I got a lot. You got a lot going for you. A- <laughs> you got a lot going for you, Mr. Horner. Uh, hopefully, Keep I help. losing Blazers. It's, Keep if, losing. if I helped you, hopefully, I helped some of our listeners and they can go out and try to be a baller just like you. So if you're mad about the rebuild here in Portland, look to Detroit. If you're mad about the rebuild here in Portland, buy chick- tickets and uh, go use it to help you get laid. It'll be <laughs> That's great. That's the plan. It'll be great. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I don't know where we go from here. Uh, where, where do, what do you want to talk about, young man? I want to get back into the NFL, but I want to do that in an hour or two. Uh, but I do I do want to make sure that I throw it over to you uh, for, for what we need to talk about. Well, do you have uh, any, any thoughts that you want to hit on here in the last uh, segment of the hour? I, I got a little sick last night, and so I had to watch some podcasts, and I've got some commentary on Social media. Social media and podcast commentary from Will Ortner. Uh, we will do that next. You're listening to Dirt and Sprague with uh, Luke Anderson and Will Ortner on 1080 The Fan. This is College Bowl Week with Dirt and Sprague. Brought to you by Mod PDX. The future of building is here. On 1080 The Fan. A little behind the scenes, if you're not aware, uh, Dirt and Sprague out until the uh, beginning of the year. So if you're just jumping in for your normal daily commute, uh, what are you doing? It's the week between Christmas and New Year's. Your boss is brutal, man. No kidding, man. Start uh, Jan, Jan 1, start looking at the uh, employment uh, pages and uh, see what's available out there. Because, yeah, if they're making you work on your regular schedule. Us, on the other hand, we get to work extra. We're choosing to do yeah. this. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Excitedly, let's, let's be honest. This is a good old time. Yeah, uh, but if, if you're just joining the show, uh, it is uh, me, Luke Anderson, uh, with Will Ortner, and we're filling in for the show uh, today. But for a little behind the scenes, Will Ortner is doing double duty. He's producing the show and co-hosting it. You wouldn't know that by listening because it's so seamless. Well, that's one way to describe my producing skills. Yeah. Well, as far as as far as I know, you're doing a great job. Oh, I'll take it. Yeah, so that's what go. I want. So I... take all the take all the credit now. But what I want to do is give back, because you're doing such a great job. I wanted to throw a segment your direction, let you talk about what you want to talk about, and you wanted to make some commentary on social media and podcasting, two things that I'm not a major consumer of. Unfortunately, I am. This is kind of like what I. Well, I, I like well, to listen to podcasts. You're a twenty-something. Yeah, I am a forty-something. You and I live in uh, in two different worlds. Right. We, we we have our feet in two different worlds. Uh, mine is is parenting and ignoring. Like, I if I go a whole day without looking at my phone, I'm I'm over the moon. Yeah, no, it's, I'm I'm on my phone. I'm on yep. my phone in the breaks. Like yeah, I'm Snapchatting right now. Yeah, of course you are. Um, I know you're telling me about your Snapchats, yeah, but you're also a single man. Right. Well, and t- it had important. To, well. It, it had to be. It had to be talked about. We yeah. had to have a discussion. But sure. Last night I couldn't sleep because it's a morning show. So I tried to go to bed at nine. Yeah. Was asleep at for like an hour or two. Then I'm wide awake. Can't fall asleep. At that point, my dog's asleep. So it's like, all right, you know, I don't want to wake him up. I should do something on my phone. Sure. 
And so I'm sitting there and it's classic me. It starts off with like a couple Instagram hots and then it dives into weightlifting. And it's a bunch of just like <laughs> I think you super, did that backwards. Super roided up jack dudes. And they're talking Whoa! about like their weightlifting like techniques and like what they're doing and like what their nutrition is. Even even if even if I did go on social media, oh, you dude. and I would be going in two different directions. Two different directions. Jeez. This is one of this well, is okay, here's, can what I, I can, do. Can I ask you a quick question yeah. about the super jacked, roided up dudes? Yes. I imagine it's very much like the Instagram hots. How many of them are telling you the truth? That's my whole thing oh, okay. here. Because they go in. Now, there are some, like, they're these twins. They're called the trend twins. That's a steroid. Everyone knows they're on steroids. Gotcha. Okay. But then there's a bunch of these other people that are like, no, I'm natural. Like, Who's the, the guy rock. that only ate liver? Oh, Liver King. Yeah. The dude was juiced to the gill. He's so he, funny. Cause his, he's like, his, cause his regiment came out and it was yeah. insane. He was on every steroid known to man. And his whole thing was like, I am great because I eat liver. And yeah. he's back on steroids because when he tried to get off, he it got almost fat. killed him. <laughs> it literally almost Ow. killed him. He was taking that many steroids. So th- this is my gripe because I see it all the time as a teacher now. Yeah. I dive into these videos and I'll be teaching PE or I'll be, you know, helping with weights or whatever I'm teaching at a school or helping with a football team that I'm helping with at Hawkinson. And I hear my players be like, oh, I want to look like Bradley Martin or I want to look like the trend twins or I want to look like the rock. Yeah. And then you have Whoa, to go are in. Are you suggesting Dude, the rock come is, on. Are you suggesting He's the rock 50. is not natural? He's 50. <laughs> and he had to have gyno surgery when he was a WWE wrestler. That doesn't just happen when you're 24. Yeah. Like, come on. Barry Bonds' head dish didn't grow at 37. <laughs> what? Right? So when, so when I see these videos, I get so mad because I have these like impressionable youths yeah. that are watching this. He cares and like, about the children, I ladies and gentlemen. Look, More importantly, ladies, he cares about the children. I want to look like these jacked up dudes, and you don't have the heart to tell them like you will never look like them. Yeah. One, because that's genetics, but two, the amount of steroids <laughs> they're on is ridiculous, and it's not safe. And because they make a bunch of money, they can have the surgeries and the procedures that they need to keep themselves healthy and alive. How many of these guys are are they? Are you talking like uh, cosmetic surgeries or yeah, like is that pretty prevalent in the bodybuilding world? I'd have to go and or look. is it just getting surgery to remove the 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 extra glands that are developed by injecting all the steroids or whatever? Well, there's extra stuff that you have to take out, but a lot of times, like when you take a steroid, it like will enlarge your your heart, yeah, and your totally. blood vessels. So then you have to and take out all your ribs so your heart has room. <laughs> well, so like guys like Arnold, yeah. he'll have heart surgery every like four or five years to clean all that stuff up really? so that he can still keep kicking. Oh, yeah, Stallone does it too, I believe. Oh. I'm going to say I believe on all these and allegedly. Yeah, yeah, these are all alleged. Back, before these... I go back through and I and I look it up, but I remembered hearing about this before. But... Still, Stallone has uh, has not aged no, he's, in what? he's 76. Yeah, he's in, it's 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 almost grotesque. It's ridiculous. But it makes him so much money that you can see why people emulate it. Right. Well, and and here's the worst part. Because you know what I was thinking at 2 in the morning when I couldn't sleep? What's that? This morning? Well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> what are you on? And you don't I'm on I mean absolutely nothing. No supplements or no nothing. I am like where on, do you draw the line? I am on fat kid anger. Fat <laughs> I was fat, and now I'm angry about it. Yeah. And I'm angry because I thought if I got less fat, yeah, 
I get chicks and I do not. Wow, that's you realize you have no personality. Well, that's fair. Yeah. I'm also, you know, not a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I might have a personality, but at least I don't have money. They also they also don't love when you rap while you're working out. I'm working on that one too. Rapping? Yeah, I, I sing the songs when I work out. Okay. Right. You know, but well, but that's yeah, like but that's also thing. not the place to pick up. We've talked about this. We have, yes, yeah. it's not, yeah. and that's why I, that's why I rap and sing when I work out. There you go. Uh, but like my whole thing about my whole thing about supplements and stuff is I don't know where any of that comes from, yeah. and so I've never for me I've just never done like the furthest you're gonna see me is like a C4 energy drink or like uh, a rain energy drink, you know, something of that nature. Yeah, just to. To me, I don't know what that stuff is. I don't know where it came from. And so, like, when I was playing football, I never wanted to accidentally test positive. Sure. Because I'm I'm gullible at times, and I believe guys like Taylor Lewan, where they're like, well, I was told to take this supplement. I was told it was okay. Sure. And I had no idea. He probably knew. Of and course. so, for me... It was always well, like I didn't want to be the guy. I, that I always feel positive. like it's the somebody goes, somebody starts to tell you about what's in it. If if you're if you're Barry Bonds, because you used his example of his giant head, right? It's pretty easy to get the plausible deniability when you go, I don't want to know, hmm. right? And then somebody goes, Did you know? I didn't know. I had no idea. I actually told him that I didn't want to know. Hmm. Like he started to tell me how illegal the stuff was. I literally said, I don't want to know. I just want to hit the baseball further. I think that's really what it runs down to is is you you trick yourself into going I don't want to know that way I can deny it when it happens. I think that's a trick. How many guys did you play with that were 100% taking something? And you don't need names or anything. Depen- but- depends depends on what what you would classify, but as a as a, like a legal stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I know guys. I know, but what is it 10%, 5%, 25%? Like how many like on a and this is a D two football. I imagine yeah. the numbers would skew depending on the school and be, depending on the uh, the level of football. But it's it's certainly a sport uh, fraught with it. I would imagine uh, the game of football. So would you, if you had to make a guess, uh, I don't know how comfortable I am with that. It's just a, it's a high. It, a it's higher, higher than you think. I said I said twenty five. It, it it's higher than you think. Yeah. But well, it's also no, I think it's high. I, it, I I just I don't know how I mean I don't want to put you in a in a bad spot. Right. But I think it's I think it's very high and I think that I think there are more people out there that are lying not only to, you know, the mm-hmm. league and the coaches and themselves, but I think I think they're everybody's culpable. I think everybody knows. I think it's a worst kept secret in sports. And and I think b- the way baseball handled it where they went out and turned it into a witch hunt was the, one of the dumbest PR things that they could have ever done. The 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 1998 home run chase was one of the most entertaining uh, mm-hmm. times in sports history. And the Barry Bonds home run chases, they would cut in for every at-bat Barry Bonds had. Right. And 60% of them, they intentionally walked him. <laughs> so I have no problem with steroids in sports. I have no reason to take steroids because what, what am I going to what am I gonna do with them? Exactly. Um, cool, I could throw and jump and run farther and faster or whatever but right. yeah no like i there's there's no risk reward quotient that that makes it practical for me 100 uh but at the same time like if if you're trying to be a professional athlete and you're talking about the difference between being a triple a pitcher and a major league pitcher yeah or a guy that has been a journeyman that's hanging on the end of his career i think there's as many people that are nowhere near superstardom that are trying to hang on to that paycheck or that lifestyle or that dream that are doing things that 
were throwing the balls to Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa that were playing right field watching the home run fly over their head than anybody will ever know. Because I'm telling you, if it's going to make you, you know, tens of millions of dollars at the high end, Mm -hmm. it's going to make you hundreds of thousands of dollars on the bottom end. Still worth it. Oh, Brett Boone. I mean, come on. We have a Brett Boone again. That's Brett Boone. But how many middle relievers were taking something to to get one more... Uh, you know, one more time in the rotation this season to to stay on the roster that much longer. The guys that you will never hear of, and somebody goes, "Hey, this was the difference that got me from triple that double A to the bigs." Right. Well, and and the other, I mean, thing- look at the physique of baseball baseball players. They're they're they don't right. exist in nature, and and look at football. They don't exist in other sports. So yeah, I I think in football. Right. I'd 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 be surprised if the number uh, is anywhere south of fifty percent. Also, uh, just like to be clear too, it's not like the old days. No one's taking like horse tranquilizer yeah. or whatever <laughs> Mark McGuire was sure. on. There, yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's, it's all more different. subtle. Well, and and the cheaters will always be ahead of the testers. It it always exists. Way I, I don't know if you've ever read the cycle of lies, the book about Lance Lance Armstrong. No, Not, but I watched Icarus. Okay, yeah, but the in the book they go through the history of doping in cycling, mm-hmm. and forget like all of the. And I don't I didn't watch Icarus, so I don't know if they do the same thing. But it wasn't just what happened in the on the postal team, postal service team. Yeah, it was what had happened since the begin the in. They introduced that race, and it was so grueling. Everybody was cheating from day one. You have to, yeah. They, that's to exactly what it, it was, because that's how Icarus talks about yeah. it. Like, and Icarus is more on how the Russians cheated. Oh, gotcha. In uh, Sochi, but yeah, totally worth it. Great documentary. I'll have to watch that. I'll have to watch that. All right, cheating in sports exists. I'm sorry to break the bubble for everybody. Uh, hour three, we'll start with uh, more NFL talk. We'll look back at uh, who was uh, rising, who was falling in the uh, in the weekend that was, and I'll look ahead to uh, the games that we're excited about moving forward. We'll do that uh, next. This is Dirt and Sprague with Luke Anderson and Will Ordner filling in on 1080 The Fan and the Odyssey app. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 